0: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Delighted as always to be joined by Mr. Peter Fury. Peter, first of all, how are you? I'm still alive, Coogan. and I'm not dead yet. Um, We just literally did an interview the Day before you left for fight camp, I know.
1: I know a lot of people said to me, You know, I look very rough in that video, but you know, I look rough seven days a week, <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> so it's hard to tell. But no, I was uh, I was under the weather. But listen, it's um, I wasn't feeling good from the 3rd of October, it was on my daughter's birthday, didn't feel good, and then that week I started to feel a bit worse. Nothing, uh nothing to put me on my back or put me in bed or nothing like that but like I did feel a bit fluey and stuff you know so um yeah and then that week I started feeling okay Sunday the Sunday and the week I was, I was all right to be honest with you but you know I must have had I must have had still uh must have had it still in my system then mm. But I didn't have a clue if I had anything. To me, I just thought I had uh, a mild dose of the flu or something, you know. That's what I thought I had. And that's for the coughing. You know, I want to be clear on this because when I was training, um, when I was doing the training camps in Belgium in 2011, 2012, the gym was like a fairway, And I used to take them on the pads for a couple of hours or something. And all my T-shirts would be wet. And what I'd done, I I developed... uh, pluracy of the lungs because the t-shirts were drying on my chest and it must have got on my lungs so uh you know since I've had that I've been coughing ever since so even when I'm well I'm coughing you know what I mean (laughs) so I've always been coughing that's just one of them things but I feel a lot better anyway that's the answer to the question
0: good good to hear and I know listen obviously your health does come first but the kind of person you are You'll be more like not more concerned, but you'll be concerned as well about kind of the knock-on effect it has when obviously you're in this situation because it affects Savannah, Huey, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Savannah's had another test. I know she came back negative on the uh, on the fight camp result, but she's had another test since then. She's negative. Huey's had a test. All, everybody's negative. So they've all had tests and they've all had negative results back. Mm. You know, and I think I think you had a couple of times and so Savannah as well. Even my other sons as well, you know. They've all had uh, they've all had tests and everybody around me I've come into contact with Kerry Kays.
0: Everybody's had a negative result back. Mm. So I don't I don't know, you know. Well that's good. That's good. Um as in regards to Savannah's postponed fight with Hannah Rankin now, what yeah. what's one of the latest on that? Eddie Hearn was talking about potentially putting that on at the end of the month on the Usyksu Zora card. But how's that sitting at the moment, Pete? I just want to say uh,
1: I've got to be in this uh, quarantine thing. I think it's up this week um, towards the weekend. So we'll have a look at that. And um, I'll have to have another test and see if it's uh, negative. Because I was listening to yours and Eddie's interview the other day. And Eddie was saying, you know, it can still be in your system, although you've recovered from it you can still carry the antibodies. And if that shows up, you'll get a positive. So I don't know what to make of it at all. So I've got to see. I've got to see what happens and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. But um, by the time I've done this quarantine thing and uh, I go and get a result, I'll have to have a look at it.
0: So I I don't really know at the moment. It all depends uh, when I get this negative result back. Yeah, obviously he was explaining that in that interview about uh, his situation and yeah comparing it to the the football the Premier League saying that you know They don't retest really for like 90 days, but in boxing After you've had a test to, to get back into boxing you have to have a negative test with the ball So it's a kind of it's a difficult situation because it? it could show uh, Still show up even though you're not infectious. It could still show up as a positive test well science
1: says that you're not infectious after seven seven days It is after you uh, test positive so like i said if you're carrying no symptoms and you're fine but it's still in if the antibodies are still there you know and if you're non-infectious how come you can't how come you can't uh box you know or or be around boxing so it's it's not it's not correct is it if that's the case if you can't if you can't give it anybody then you know and you're over the symptoms yourself so what's the problem yeah if it's the, if the antibodies are there then they're there aren't they it doesn't mean to say it's detriment to your health or anything else you've just got the antibodies in your blood which protect you from it so like i said how can you not be able to um carry on but they're gonna have to look at this the boxing board because this is gonna happen and it's happening to quite a lot of people in boxing as well you know for me it's out there public i don't mind but a lot of people want to keep it under the carpet you know there's, there's quite a few testing as you know mm. so basically you know the boxing board need to do something about it and pretty sharp because like i said we all need to get back doing what we're doing and let's not forget these fighters need to fight they need to get paid and they want the trainers in the corners which is only natural so hopefully we can get it uh, sorted out
0: absolutely pete i know you were kind of uh watching the boxing from uh home on yeah saturday night and there was there was a lot going on it's like the night for the underdogs, a lot of upset wins. Uh, but I suppose the, the main talking point was uh, Vasquez and Ritson, in which many believe that Vasquez won the fight and uh, Ritson was given it. Uh, there was one wide scorecard by Terry O'Connor in that as well, and <clears throat> he's obviously come under a lot of uh, criticism over. Whether he was on the phone, whether he had his scorecard, no one knows. Um, what, what did you make of the night in general and, and those talking points, Pete?
1: Well, it's like anything else. First of all, let's talk about the fighters. Ritson's a quality fighter. He's got world class about him because when you're on this level, you know, fights are you are on a world level. He's fighting a former world champion. So he was doing well. But what I couldn't understand is he was landing that jab. And, you know, he was finding a home for the jab but none of the other shots was coming off, you know? So there was that. The non-agency in the corner baffled me. You know, I just didn't get that at all. You know, quite clearly, he was getting the punch volumes. And look, it's all right like saying you're catching them on the gloves, but no, that wasn't correct. Shots was getting through there, you know? And there was some quite some good meaty shots getting through as well, you know? So, like I said, um, it, it's just one of them, whether it be ring rust or whatever it is, but, you know, That guy, you know, 12 rounds, no matter who he is, he did deserve the win, in my opinion. You know, it was clear. You know, let's put it this way. Whether you don't like going around in a circle, you know, this is boxing. What are you asking for? For somebody to stand still while you're with them. You know, this is boxing. This is the game. You know, so what? Say if Terry not don't like the style, he likes come forward fighters. Then if he likes that particular fighter, why is he a judge do you see what i'm trying to say to you he shouldn't be a judge should he so his own personal opinion the way he views fights you know if you're not coming forward you're not knocking him out and you're boxing and you're moving probably terry o'connor don't like that so he's not he's not <laughs> he's not scoring for it so this is what you see and you know a few times i've watched him actually over the few years we had a big uh, we had a big issue with Huey when he fought Parker and regardless of what people think of that fight and what they don't, you know, I was ringside looking at it and I'm very sceptical anyway. I always look at the worst scenario. I'm not a, somebody that hopes for the best, you know, I'm looking at it and, um, you know, to give you a, regardless of what I thought about the win, but to give you a two rounds or something out of 12 it was bizarre, you know, so I just didn't get it. So for me, listen, Terry O'Connor's not taking a brown envelope. He's not doing anything. But I think Terry O'Connor does things in his own mind, which is not correct for his position, you know, on the judging side of it. So um, it it does need looking at because he's been in a lot of controversial decisions. And my opinion is he's not been correct. Uh, I did speak to Terry at the Sexton fight. And uh, that's the first time I caught up with him since the Parker fight. I just asked him, I just said to him, you know, you know, you want to be fair in this uh, scenario. I said, I know you're not judging it. You're a referee. I said, but, you know, he says, oh, well, you know, that's your opinion. I judge the fighter. I've seen it myself. But you know what it is with people? It's just the way it is. But I don't agree with his scoring whatsoever. Mm. And it's not it's not the first time with him, is it? So, like I said, that's to say he's bent and he takes an envelope. No, nobody's saying that. You know, he probably believes, but, you know, his way you're looking at fights ain't the correct way of looking at it. And he's being pulled up too many times now because wide scores like that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, you know, it's, um, and it's wrong. And, and the other point is this, and I'm not saying it's him, but people like this who wants to judge a fight the way he wants to judge it, and he thinks, oh, you know, that guy's from Mexico. I'm going to give it to this English guy or whatever. I don't know what's going through his mind. But when you get people involved in judging like this, you know, it's easy for somebody who's got an agenda to butt in and say, look, you know, do us a favour, you know, this guy's X, Y, Z, you know, they're capable of doing anything. So like I said, I think, I think the sport does need tidying up because these scores, they shouldn't be that massive for disparities in the scoring anyway. Certainly not what happened uh, the other night. It's wrong, isn't it? Can't say it's right. And listen people don't speak up because they think oh you know he's going to get no favors with the board i've got fighters decision to go against them well i've got some news for you Fuck off because i'm not having any of it you know we need to speak up and speak out if you want to take it out on my fighters i'm only telling you what i see you know i see the scoring as being wrong shape it up and do the job properly and i've got to say this if my fighter comes out and he's lost that fight and he's had the nod with the referee or whatever i'm going to come back in that dressing room and say to my fighter you know what you lost that i ain't going to blow smoke up anybody's ass let the better man win the fight i don't care if it's my fighter or whatever i said about pavetkin i said yeah i'd perfect him winning by a few rounds cooler no argument with the fight he lost that yeah Parker, different story altogether, mainly because we've got people like O'Connor doing this. I don't know where he's scoring from. He needs to look at his mobile phone because that replicates his scoring. Maybe he was watching, I don't know, (laughs) he was watching a programme on it. (laughs) But like I said, look, it's not personal, it's boxing. But when you're in a trusted position, yeah, whatever you may be, whatever you're not, they need... People need to look at it. They need to look at the past scoring and say, look, whatever this guy's reasons are, whatever his views are, even if they're genuine, they're not correct, step aside. Yeah, It's got to be proper, Coogan, you know? These young athletes, the training, this is their life, the training, especially when you look in serious fights and all of a sudden the corner's celebrating, you know, you think you've won and then you're looking at the judges and thinking, you know, I have a one, you know? It shouldn't be like that, should it? You should know when you've won a fight, shouldn't you?
0: And everybody else should as well. I agree with what you're saying as well, Peter. About you should be able to say what you want to say without the fear of kind of it going against you in in future fights. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you...
1: Look, if you want to kiss all and you want to do all that, that's fine for you. But I'm 52 years of age. So listen, you could kill over tomorrow. You know, I'm I'm into boxing for one thing be truthful with it, man up about it, and do the job properly. Not like, oh, you know, Terry's been in the job 40 years, you'll have to give him some leeway. Jog on, you're not doing it right. Move on, it? Get somebody else in to do it properly. Um, I'm not asking you to agree with me, Coogan, obviously that's just my point of no, view. No, I, off. listen. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to get you
0: in any lumber. Oh, that's all right, Pete, that's all right. Now, <laughs> I think what was there the other day was obvious for the majority of people in boxing. It's nothing to do with Lewis Ritson either, you know. i like, see people giving Lewis Ritson stick. It's nothing to do with Lewis Ritson. This ain't about Lewis Ritson. He just, he's come away with a win. It's not that, that's not the, what the issue is. The issue is... No, exactly. Yeah. No, um, exactly.
1: Ritson's a good fighter. And, you know, look, I'm glad he's won, to be honest with you, because I just think Ritson had an off night there, and I don't know what his corner was doing. You know all relaxed well you've had a year out i could hear all this going on in the corner it's like just waking up in the morning before you've had a cup of coffee you know it's serious you're there in that corner to advise the fighter and no it wasn't going well was it it wasn't an easy win as they thought even with terry o'connor you know massive decision <laughs> it's still a split so obviously there's a problem there isn't there mm. you know so they need to uh, You know, look, I was on the edge of my seat. I was saying, you know, why are they telling him that? He needs to do this, he needs to do that, he needs to do this. Because you want them, you know the talent's there and they're not doing it, you just want them to do well. But listen, he won it, he trained hard for it. But he's, um, I think he'll be back next year and correct it because all this about he needs a fighter coming on to him and all that, that's bollocks, isn't it? He needs to know, get the distance. There's no body shots being fired there. You know, when you've got a guy that's zooming around the ring like that, he's popping little shots out everywhere all the time. You know, you have to slow him down. And if the head's not available, you've got to step on top and start working the body. Then coming upstairs, he wasn't throwing punches in bunches. What he needed to do was somebody like that. You know, he was throwing throwing jabs, jabs. And there was even saying in the corner about, oh, you know, keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on. There was no pressure there because his feet was too slow. Mm. That guy was moving around all night like that. You know, he wasn't going to go anywhere because he wasn't being he wasn't being pressured. He he wasn't being pressured enough to blow a gasket. And the way to do that was to get on him, let them body shots go, arms, elbows and everything else, to slow him up. And then his shots will come off. That's my opinion of it anyway.
0: It's a shame that the scorecards dominated the talking points of the night because there were some really good performances, like I said, from the the less favoured fighters on the night. Uh, Ryland Charlton beating Joe Laws and um mark leach beating um kez Ashfak, even kane baker as well beating tony bellew's kid there were some good moments and good performances from them guys yeah there was i thought uh,
1: tony bellew's lad was just too short notice for him you know he's a talent he is he can fight that young kid mm. you can see the talents in him he's just got to get he, he, he needed more time didn't he and the other lad he was match fit because he'd only gone 10 rounds a few weeks ago and he kept in the gym so the experience and the match fit it was a it was a big ask but it's still totally in no harm everybody's going on about oh it's a loss that's the end of the game no it's not it's how you lose you know there's a reason why that young kid's lost because his preparation it, there wasn't enough time but he's uh he's got a good future that young lad i enjoyed the fight to be honest he's
0: got some talent hmm. um but yeah uh, did you watch uh, eddie scotney uh, who made a debut as well I did. I was impressed
1: with her. Um, she's quite good. She, i seen her. She took her time. She was feinting her shots, setting her shots up. She wasn't wasting anything. <clears throat> for a debutant, she didn't uh, rush, her, rush her work at all. She was very calm, very relaxed. It was, a, it was an A-class performance. That's all you can say
0: about it. Mm. Um, did you stay up for the fight between Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez? I didn't, but I watched it uh,
1: the next morning. Yeah, and uh, I never spoke to anybody. I thought to myself, I'm just going to watch this, so I didn't know the results. It's the worst thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, of course. You know, so I just uh, I looked at it, and he won. Yeah, look, you know, I think uh, what did he say afterwards, uh, Lomachenko, that um, people, you know, real boxing fans need to know. I was collecting data. Well, that's that's very good, and I, I do get it, and he's. The slickness of him in and out his footwork was sublime you know you couldn't fault it but it's all right collecting data you know <laughs> what about giving some out you know there was no punch rate he didn't do anything so he let loads of rounds slip by you know the first half of the fight first six seven rounds you just it was one-way traffic you know so he let the fight slip he didn't do enough now that's not to say he didn't do enough i don't think he could he could do anything I think Lopez was a bigger, stronger, you know, he was a bigger, stronger man and he was unable to do anything. And towards the end of it, he could see himself probably slipping and he had to take chances, but he decided to do that too late. And it cost him because you can't give away seven or eight rounds in a world title fight and think you're going to outpoint the guy. That's not going to happen. So it was the right decision and the best fighter won.
0: There was one ridiculously wide scorecard on on that fight as well I think it was a uh, was it one twenty one oh nine or something similar to that to who to Lopez yeah one of the cards was massively wide on that wasn't there I didn't give it by that. I think me looking on it i don't really although i
1: I comment about scores and everything i don't really understand that scoring works. I just look at the fight and score it as I see it. I think he gave away the first six, seven rounds, and then he started having an even round or something like that. And I probably give it,
0: um, I probably give it Lopez by about four rounds. Mm. Um, he's got a big future though, has not he, Thiago Lopez?
1: Oh my God, twenty-three years of age, you know, you, you got to say in that weight division, it looks unstoppable. Mm. You know, I think. Um, I think if the rematch happens, it's it's going to go the same way, because he you know he stood there, he was mixing it up as well. You know what a guy for twenty three years of age, you know it's nice to see. You know it's uh this is what boxing and dreams are made of, are made of. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. Pete, any uh, any news regarding Fury landing on the White pavetkin bill? Well, I spoke. Uh, I've been speaking
1: to all the team. Um, spoke again today, and um, and we're just gonna we're just sorting it out, looking for a looking for a decent uh, opponent because I don't know. We'll have to have a look and see. There's been a few names put forward. They're not ideal, but like I said, it just depends. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna reconvene and uh, I will get somebody for U.E. Anyway, you know, we're not looking for uh, any. Uh, any pushovers or non-entities but also you know if you if you're going to fight somebody with um you know up and coming you know dangerous fighters what nobody's heard of then you might as well fight somebody just as good with a reputation or something to get out of it mm. so it's one of them so it's a, it's a it's a bit of a fine balance so like i said we're trying to work through it and uh we'll definitely come up with uh, some solutions so he will be fighting you whether he's on whether he's on that card or on Joshua's card, I'm not too sure. So we'll have to just wait and see. The main thing is, he's getting the right opponent uh,
0: and getting it knuckled down so as Huey can get stuck in. But for you, obviously, you've got your own situation to sort out, hopefully this week, and everything comes back all right. Because that obviously has a knock-on effect for, for Huey and Savannah there.
1: Well, it does not it doesn't. Because, listen, you know, you know, I do very good training camps. And if I keep getting a positive over the next week or so, then they'll have to fight in the corners without me, won't they? You know, because, um, you know, I want them to fight. And um, I'll just get somebody and, uh, you know, give them all the things what to do. It's, it's double the work, don't get me wrong, because it's not you in there and fights. You know, you do need good advice in that corner, that's without a doubt. But like I said, I'm very confident in uh, both you and Savannah. You know, let's not forget Yui more so. He's had 27 pro fights. He's been in with everybody. So, what we work on in the gym, Yui's a, a different kettle of fish today. So, um, whether I'm there or not, Yui will be fighting. And uh, the same with Savannah. You know, I know Savannah, she doesn't want to fight at all if I'm not in the corner. And I understand that. But I've got high confidence in her. And I've got high confidence in her with this bout as well. So, like I said, worst comes push to the shove, they're going to be fighting whether I'm there or not. So, so there's, no, uh, there's no getting out of fights and saying, oh, you know, let's just put it off. You know, I'm COVID positive. How, how can you do that? You know, you're a trainer at the end of the day. You know, they're the fighters, the, the negative. So they're going to be fighting Coogan. Rest assured yeah. on it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think we've got a blank week in boxing this week. I don't think there's too much going on uh, here in no. the UK. so I was know. very
1: impressed with him, um, Leach. Mark Leach. Yeah, it was a great performance, and he fought a top kid as well in
0: Ashfak, isn't it? He's as yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And to do to do what he done there, you know, Ashfak To be fair to him, was doing nothing wrong. He was it was a good performance from him. But you know that upper body movement, that slipping and sliding and being in the pocket, was exceptional to see. You know that was a uh, that was proper world level stuff. He's 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 going places. That kid, good fighter. So I was very impressed with that fight.
0: And uh, Ryland Charlton beating Joe Laws. That was a good performance from Rylan Charlton.
1: Yeah, I seen it, and um, you could see why. You could see with uh, his body shape that he was a puncher. And I just thought, usually with people like that, they come in, they're stiff, they're very methodical, and you can see everything they're doing. But when you looked at him, he come out in that first round, and he straight away Charlton, he got behind that jab, you know, and he's. Uh, you could see he had a good idea. He had a good not only has the power he had good boxing skill as well yeah and um laws just he was just going around that ring like like a t- he had like a table rocket up his ass you know he's flying everywhere mm. you know so uh like i said you know charlton's a good charlton's good he's a good prospect coming through i think that was his arrival so i think you can see big things coming from him in the future he's going to get better and better that kid and the yeah. good thing is that that weight he can punch you know, you can see the damage he was doing. And that's for laws, you've got to give him credit because he come and had a fight and that's exactly what he did. Yes. But you know, you can't really you can't really stand toe to toe with somebody that's got twice your power. That's what boxing's about. You can't you gotta drop the macho stuff and that's what was the problem with him. Because the two had unbeaten records, he just thought, Right, I need to win this, I need to show you who's boss or whatever. You can't do that. So Partly for Laws is probably inexperience, but the uh, you know, he lost to the better man. There's no question.
0: Okay. Well, Peter, appreciate your time as always. Um, <coughs> we, yeah, wish you the best of health. You seem fine, so hopefully you uh, get a negative test when you're next tested. Yeah. So you can get back to work.
1: Yeah, that's it, Coogan. So, uh... But listen, a lot of people's had it, haven't they? So I think everybody's gonna end up with it at one time or another. Cause how can you how can you be odds with it? And I've gotta say, I haven't been around hardly anybody. Mm. You know, the people I've been around, as who I said, that you know, I'm, i keep a close circle, I'm not really somebody that mixes in crowds, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. So obviously, uh if I'm going to the petrol pump, I've got gloves on. So I don't really touch any public services. So you tell me. So I don't know how. Don't know how I've got it. Either of so the kids have brought it back in the house and touched the surface or something, or I've touched that. It can be anything. So like I said, I don't think, how can you protect yourself from it? Really? You can only do your best, can't you?
0: No, exactly. Lock yourself up on your own and don't have any contact with anyone. That's the only safe way of doing it. But how do you do that? You've got to, you've got to well, live well, you- your life to a certain degree. You, you're not able to do that, are you? Well, no, but you know, It's difficult, it's difficult. And like I said, there's no set way of like getting it. And people um, that have been around people haven't got it. like people that have lived with people haven't got it. So how does that work then? If you're around someone all the time and they haven't got it from someone who's tested positive, it's, I think there's a big gray area in how this is uh, contracted, so. Yeah, well,
1: fortunately, like I said, my missus ain't got it, nobody's got it. I'm the only one that's got it. Hmm. So, which is a good thing, don't get me wrong. But uh, anyway, if old Donald Trump, mate, can no have no problem, <laughs> it's good for me,
0: you know. Donald Trump and Boris Johnson have had it, so yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Everybody's had it, haven't they? Nearly a lot of people's getting it now, even more so with his second phase, aren't they? Yeah.
0: So, what's when's the next shows then, Kugan? What's happening? What... Uh. The next one will be Usyk and Chizora, which is not this weekend. Next weekend. Thank Looking you. forward to that. Some some
1: uh, that'll be a good fight to see. A very good fight. Definitely. You know what? I've got to tell you. here, uh, they say. You know, can um, can Usyk? Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of comments. You know, everybody saying, you know, can this guy take it from a real heavyweight? Well, Joe Joyce is not like Joe Joyce ain't a middleweight, is he? You know, they had a proper yeah. contest with no head guards on, you know, and uh, I seen Usyk stand his ground and take everything Joe Joyce had to deliver yeah. <laughs> and he was firing straight back. So, like I said, you know, you can't get any bigger unit than Joe Joyce. Yeah. And Joe Joyce has got a lot of punching power as well. He can it, you know, and Usyk took everything he had to deliver and there was no problem there. So I'm not just seeing that this guy, can he take shots from a heavyweight when he's already been in with an heavyweight? And not a shit heavyweight either. <laughs> so like I said, it's on YouTube. Take a look at it yourself. And you can see if he can take a shot or not. Yeah. So. um Intriguing fight, it really is. Just, um... It is. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Mm. It'll be a good fight. A good undercard as well
0: yeah uh the but
1: no we're not looking for any uh, pushovers for yui getting back to yui um it's just making that bit of a leap from fighting somebody who's just as dangerous as somebody with a good reputation or something to gain from it so that's 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 the bridge we're trying to trying trying to look at here you know so if, if there's good fights available it's as well to take them Rather than just take a, I'm not, you know, somebody who's up and coming with uh with no name, that's that's a good fighter. So we've got to look at it.
0: Well, hopefully something's confirmed soon. Um, yeah, I'm sure
1: fight? we will. Everybody's working on it. I know. Uh, I know everybody's looking at it. Eddie's looking at it. They're all looking at it. So um, we'll get something back.
0: Okay, well, Peter, I'm sure we'll catch up with you over the next uh, week or two anyway, uh, when you have more news on your fighters and yourself. And, yeah, like I said, get yourself better, even though you look better. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Yeah, well, it'd be
1: good to to get everything back to normal, you know. But uh, I'm really looking to get Savannah's uh, fight out of the way. Because if ever a girl's waited, you know, she she had the light heavyweight world title, Postponed to the first COVID, and now <laughs> she's had another world title postponed to COVID again. So it don't—it's uh, unbelievable. It's just—it's uh, one of them, you know. Everything's meant for a reason. But I will say this about Savannah Marshall, yeah. She's very, very intelligent, and she's patient, you know. And she's took it so well, you know. It's unbelievable. You know, she said to me, "You know, it's meant to be." You know, so just that's just get the fight on as soon as we can.
0: Yeah, she's yeah. back
1: sparring. She's she's trained today, and um, that's it. But her, at, uh, she has got a, a world champion attitude. She has, so I see. Uh, I can't wait to to get her in the ring because I'm I'm quite sure she's going to be around for uh, quite a while.
0: We look forward to it yeah okay have you got anything else you'd like to add peter what are you having for your tea i don't know yet (laughs) i don't know yet i'm gonna think about it in about 10 minutes
1: yeah now it's always good speaking to you coogan and um let's just see what the next coming days unfold definitely yeah
0: Uh, all right peter thank you very much and we'll definitely catch you up soon No problem, Coogan. All the best to you, mate. All right, top man. Thank you very much, Peter Fury. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.